The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push... It can be exactly what you need. I'm Suda. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue. But it's not just any other issue. This is issue 400 of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the intrepid trio. They're Eric, Kylan, and myself, Mike. Wrong show. Wrong. Hey, I caught it right away. You did. Um, before we get into the meat of the show, uh, check out the homepage, MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Our affiliates, Biddy Boomers, use code WeBeGeeks for 15% off your beautiful Marvel Bluetooth speakers. They both have, they now have the, the small, small ones, their normal ones, Biddy Boomers. And they have a Spider-Man Bigger Boomer, which we gave away a couple weeks ago, or around Black Friday. That is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, also to Toink.com, as you heard in our pre-roll. Use code WINGEEKS for 15% off your purchase there. Um, like I said, gentlemen, 400 issues. How did we get here? I don't know. But wait, no. I don't think that's a security breach because he is an agent just like us. Joining us back, it's been a long while, 2014, issue 40, coming back to check in on us on at the above ground underwater suborbital volcano lair is Agent M himself, Ryan Panagos. How you doing, sir? Good. Hello, Marvelites. Always fun to talk a little Marvel. <laughs> well, th- things have changed a little bit since you were last here. Uh, we've cleaned up the lair some, uh, some new personnel. And um, through Stark Industries, we got a little bit of um, Jarvis AI that has been modified for us. So I would also love to introduce you to our uh, compatriot. Greetings. I'm the Tactical Holographic Utility Resource System. Data assessment year-round. You may call me 
Thursday. That is Thursday. Because she's not quite Friday. That's true, too. Friday's got a good accent. <laughs> she also yes. has a little she has a little snark as well. Yes. So um so tell let, let's play a little catch up. Um what are you currently doing with Marvel? Has it expanded from the digital media side? Um, um twenty fourteen I was trying to think of what my title was, what I was doing. I mean, I've been a Marvel now as of October of 2022, 16 years. So Congrats. It's been, uh, Congrats. Thanks. A heck of a long time. And I'm a vice president and creative executive for Marvel. So I do a whole lot of stuff. It is the digital media group, but that's so expansive. Every day is, is kind of different. I work with our comics publishing folks. I, I do stuff with our studio. I do stuff with uh, our games group and tons of other things, a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And I host a number of podcasts and show up on videos that we have on our YouTube and social media. So it's probably similar-ish to where I was back then. But, you know, with Marvel, there's always new stuff. There's always new things It always shifting and changing and, and we're trying different things. So same but different. You know, it's like the the universe. We, we've got we're ongoing stories to tell, and sometimes characters come in and out of those stories, but uh, they got to go on. Well, we we have had uh, some of your hosts from different Marvel shows on. We've had Lorraine on. Great. Uh, we've had Josh, which we nice. talked a lot of gaming. Yeah. Uh, we had for issue three hundred, which I can't believe it's been that long ago. Hundred up, hundred issues ago, we had Justin oh. Warner. Ah, Justin. To talk about his cookbook. And we also talked a little bit about the, the shows he did for you guys. Mm-hmm. Love Justin. He is so awesome. Justin is the best. He wants, um, he cooked snake and nobody told me they were making snake for me. And we did it on one of our shows and they were just like, all right, we were doing something about uh, some monsters in the Marvel universe, one of our video shows. And they were like surprising me and I was like, all right, eat this. Eating it. It's good. Tasted great. You know, Justin's a great cook. And they're like, it's Snake. And I'm like, you monsters. <laughs> Great job. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, I take it you're not a fan of that creature? <laughs> I have no problem. It's just, it's an odd thing to eat. It's, yep. you know, I, I've eaten gator, um, had a bunch of, you know, wild game type things at, at, a, at, at a sausage place in Toronto during one comic convention. But snake, it was the first time I'd ever eaten snake. And, you know, sometimes you want to be warned about yep. what you're ingesting, but it's yeah. fine. It all worked out. It tasted great. I would eat snake again. How about that? I would too. Uh, I actually, we, uh, when I was back in Scouts and I was at uh, the Philmont Scout Ranch, we ended up killing a snake that crossed our into our camp and uh, ended up becoming appetizers that night. <laughs> Waste not, want not. Exactly. There you go. Eat it before he eats you. Um, <laughs> so the, the Marvel podcasts have grown definitely since 2014. Let's talk a little mm. bit about uh, the various podcasts and how they came about. And- yeah, uh, I host uh, two of our main ongoing shows, their weekly releases This Week in Marvel, which, you know, we cover yep. all the news, all the updates, um, things that basically we're excited about. Lorraine is the co-host on that one. So it's the two of us. What are what gets us excited? What do we need to tell people about? What do we know our listeners and our fans are curious about and then we have an interview in there and so it's fun i've been doing that for 11 years never missed a week uh started that in 2011 and we've been through storms and holidays and everything so it's fun this year was really cool we we started a um 
a Marvel Studios behind the scenes series, oh, talking yeah. with um, right. folks who do a lot of the the various roles at Marvel Studios, which you know may not be the actors um, or even some of the really directors. We talk to visual effects folks or um, visual development. Uh, one of my favorite chats we had was with Sarah Halley Finn, who casts all the the Marvel Studios projects, and okay. you, you've seen her name. Like everywhere, have you seen, you know, some Lucasfilm stuff? She's incredible and she's really smart and really great about um, making making things uh, the way we, you know, fans want them. Even though they didn't know it, that's part of the magic of what a casting director can do and find the right people for those roles. So we've been doing some really cool stuff and, and had great games conversations. Uh, we just released two games recently, uh, Marvel Snap and yes. Marvel's Midnight yeah. Suns. And uh, we had the respective, you know, head creative fellas on uh, on the show. And those are great. It's like I became best friends with um, Jake Solomon, who's the creative director for Marvel's Midnight Suns, because we just kind of grew up reading the same books and having the same similar tastes. And, and like those connection points were so good. It was that was a lot of fun. And Ben Brode, who um, is the, the driving force for Marvel Snap. He's just he's a madman. He's like 12 feet tall and he's so excited about Marvel and about the game. Um, so, you know, we do a lot of that, bringing those conversations and, and perspective on TWIM. And then Marvel's pull list is our weekly show all about the comics. We are I read every single comic every week and we, you know, we make some picks. We tell people, hey, this is this is a cool reason to pick this up. If you like this character, they'll show up in here without getting into spoilers. And um, then we do a reading club. We bring in people to read stuff on Marvel Unlimited and and give perspective. Sometimes we do creative comment creator commentaries. Sometimes it's just like, hey, this person wants to talk about this book because it's cool, or they, you know, someone's writing a book with a character right. and they want to talk about an old story with that character. So there's a million ways for us to do it. So those are those are a blast. We have one, um, yeah, we're going to have an issue called Timeless, which comes out at the last week of the year, and it uh, features Kang, and it gives a little bit of a look ahead at the year 2023. And so we had writer Jed McKay coming on at the beginning of uh, 2023 in January to give a little creative commentary on it. So okay. fun stuff like that. Um, oh. Of course, we we do our Marvel Unlimited picks each week, and we all three of us usually pick three three new books that are coming out the following New Comic Book Day uh, as well. So, um, how can you not do a Marvel based podcast and not reference such great resources? Yeah, uh, what what are some of the recent favorites from you guys? Oh, actually, uh, a friend of mine uh, last. Was was it last week? He came across a book called Wolfpack. Mm, it, yeah, it, Wolfpack. It was um, weird one. Yeah. So I and so he he had, he had found the the maxi series in uh, a comic shop, and I was like, I don't know how in the world I missed this. So I I actually I went to the app and and Marvel Unlimited actually had the graphic novel and the maxi series. And so that's what I, I've been reading at. Number one, I love uh, Larry Hama anyway. Um, and so, yeah, so um, that's, I my, I thought that was going to get me through the holiday, but that's, uh, it, it's going too fast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that's probably been 
my that's my most recent obsession and probably my most exciting find because uh, I didn't expect uh, a series to be that was fairly obscure to be in there like that. I mean, we have thirty thousand comics in Marvel Unlimited. You know, that's my cheap plug. It's it's easy to find stuff, and that is a very it is relatively obscure. I mean, there's yeah. twelve issues, a, a graphic novel, maybe an appearance or two. In Marvel Comics presents. It's, yes, yes, it's great. It's cool, but um, especially I live in the Bronx, so it's you know cool to have uh, characters who are from the Bronx is in our books. Maybe we gotta bring them back. I think we reprinted it this year, which is maybe why your friend found it. You, you know, I would love to see them. I, I would love to see that group or based on the lore, if there's a new team, I, I, I think that'd be awesome to see. Um, but yeah, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I just hate that it took me 30 years to see it, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yep. I think my favorites out of Marvel Unlimited are the original Star Wars run back when Back when Marvel first had the the comic book license to do it, um, because back back in the day that was the expanded universe. So you got to see characters and and locations that don't really show up anymore. Well, it kept us interested between films too. Yeah. So and you know, being a kid and having the figures, we could re- recreate what we read in the books with our figures. Mm, sure. So, and if we didn't have a Crimson Jack, we modified. <laughs> so, uh, for me lately, um, I I have been doing a lot of reading more so I can look at the artwork of George Paris. Since sure. he had, uh, I was uh, an acquaintance of his. Uh, I'm really good friends with um, one of the people who was involved with Heroes Initiative here in the Southern region, uh, who was like an adoptive daughter to him. Um, I'll, get, I'll give her a shout out because she deserves it, Tabitha. And uh, she she introduced me at a Megacon one year to him. And I was we were the only interview that he gave that whole show. And he he was just someone I know is the, the other company. Uh, but Teen Titans is what I was drawn to. And after that, I found his artwork from Marvel and mm. just... His art was just phenomenal. So I've been going back, looking at, making this a, a year of celebration of his life and going back and, and reading his stuff that he was on the art for. Nothing bad there. That's all good stuff. So um, as you also know, too, because I've sent you in the past, uh, we do our non-awards each year. And I'm curious to know, uh, since you've done a lot of reading this year, what would you put up there either as as your top three? Um, best titles. I know. Mm. Now you see where it's, we. St- it's so tough uh, because you know we're we're constantly reading, uh, of of course, and because the volume is so high, sometimes I'm just like, you know, it goes in and then out uh, as I'm trying to make sure I my brain is flushed. You know, uh, every every week as we're we're getting through stuff, I did put together a list of my favorite stuff from the year if you'll indulge me one second yeah, no problem let's see let's see 12 so many episodes where are my documents um, <laughs> we 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 have that same feeling um it's thursday do you think you may be able to help agent m here sending to your screens now 
Um, I pulled up my list of the things that just got me super excited. And it's the end of the, the beginning of the year ended with one of my all time favorite Marvel series, Savage Avengers by Jerry Duggan and Patrick. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Hands down. I will go back to that over and over again, as long as I live like that is so good. It is. It's exactly what I wanted out of that weird, big, nasty book. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, Avengers stuff, everything Jason Aaron has been doing in Avengers yep. has been really good. You know, mm. there's some really amazing art across those books from uh, from the teams and and all the weird variants that we're getting and the the cool story and how it's all coming together. It's it's bonkers. The X Men, I'm a I'm an X Men guy at heart. Like X Men and Spider Man were my um, where I really fell in love with Marvel, and so we've had a wonderful year of horrible, horrible X-Men stories. Like they just want to, and I, I tell the editors this, like I call them monsters and the creators and they just give us great stories where they're just trying to hurt us. And that, that makes for great stories. X-Men red and immortal X-Men in particular, really good. Um, Wolverine X Terminators has been a blast. So much fun. That book is ridiculous. Um, I'm really excited with what we have with Miracle Man, just as yes. someone who I found a, a a collection, the volume two collection when I was, I don't know, 18 or 19 in a bookstore. And so I always had the Red King Syndrome collection, I read it over and over again as a kid because I couldn't find the other issues, knowing it was like a big deal. And then when I worked at Wizard Magazine, I was able to get my hands and read on, read the rest of the series. But then it it abruptly ends because they didn't get to finish it. And so now Neil and Mark being able to finish it and it's beautiful and it's cool and it's weird. Exactly what I wanted it to be. So that has been great. Um, yeah, Defenders beyond is so cool. Uh, that book Javier Rodriguez does some mind bending things with his art, which makes me really happy. Uh, yeah. The captain America books. Terrific. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Symbol of Truth, Sentinel of Liberty. There's an issue of Sentinel of Liberty, which comes out oh, next week or the week after. And it's just ridiculous. Ridiculous! It's so good. You get a little tease. My favorite character is MODOK. And the, on the cover, looks like it might be MODOK. When you get into it, it's... They did my boy right. I'll just say that. That's <laughs> okay. great. Yeah, there's so many great books. It's, it's, it's kind of... Um, we we've had a great year. We always have great years. There's a, I don't love everything. And I, you know, I try to be very clear with that when we do our shows, we are, I am a Marvel guy, but everybody has their own taste. Everything is subjective. Right. And so when I talk about the things that I love, I'm just going to talk about the things that I love and, and get excited about them. I won't say this thing is great if it's not great for me, but there's so much for me to be excited about and talk about and get, you know, hyped for that makes it pretty easy and that, i think that's one of the things that i i'm drawn to to like this week in marvel and and the the polis books is or the polis podcast is y'all are y'all are honest i mean you work for the company but say hey this is a book that's out it's not something i'm gonna get but it, it's still worth grabbing you know yeah we're we're the same way when it comes to uh to the comics to um mcu shows or movies it's like i enjoyed it but this is where I had issues. I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one, remove half the episodes, and it's a much better show for me. Um, but other people like the episodes that I didn't like. And and that's great. That's, that's I respect that. I have no problems with that. Um, 
for for me, I think out of the year, I loved the because I'm a huge fan of the show from back when I was a kid. All the Ultraman series that came out, yeah. seeing Ultraman come into the Marvel universe was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, the Ultraman stuff is super cool. At New York Comic Con, I got to host a we had a stage signing and do a little interview with some of the creators, and uh, got to be on stage with uh, an Ultra. You know, he was there in person, oh. and uh, it, it was great. It was it's super cool. I have, um, I think it was Mill Creek who put out some yes. really great box sets mm-hmm. for for the Ultraman series. I have like the first four, and I have. Okay, I, I hate to rub it in. I have everything that Mill Creek's been putting out on Ultraman. Yeah, I mean, whether it's Blu-ray amazing. or DVD, I have it yeah. all. They're they're wonderful. We had great meetings with them early on because I was, you know, I was like I was excited. I wanted to be a part of however we shared the news, and so got to help, you know, yep. get us out there with it. And, and it's exciting. They're doing really cool comics, and uh, Mac Room and um, uh, Kyle Higgins, and you know. I think when they do the – there's a little tease in the final issue of um, the the latest Ultraman series, a little tease at the end about how the Marvel Universe comes into the picture. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. And I love how it's building to that process yeah. of eventually incorporating, at least for now, Ultraman into the Marvel Universe, which why not? It's a great character. Yeah. I want Godzilla back. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> <sighs> Look, I Godzilla is like my favorite thing. I've got a Mothra tattoo here. I've got Godzilla here. King Ghidorah here. I've got another Godzilla over here. Wow. Godzilla is my fave. Um, so, yes, I. the only thing I have from us is the we put out an essential collection of mm-hmm. our Godzilla comics, you know, 20 years or so ago. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's great. Um, Speaking of MCU, uh, what outside of a certain episode on a certain show, which we all got giddy over talking about it, what's been your favorite uh, MCU show this year? Oh, man. I mean, it's it's so good. It's We forget. The, the thing is, like I said, it's I forgot that we started the year with Moon Knight. And like we had Moon Knight, and then there's been so much more since then. It's everything has got some really there's great moments throughout. You know, obviously I'm biased about Ms. Marvel having been in that first episode. I think She Hulk Attorney at Law is the one that I I will go back and watch again and again because it's just so funny. It's so mm-hmm. ridiculous. Great action, great characters. <sighs> And I have friends who are in the writer's room there and they get watching them in that final episode. I'm like, you ding dongs. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The final episode I think was the, was my favorite episode out of that whole series as well. Just because it was such, it it was so typical. She Hulk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Smashing that fourth wall repeatedly and maliciously. (laughs) <laughs> there's uh if you're not reading the she-hulk comics right now the next issue that comes out it's a whopper it's great awesome <laughs> and and rainbow rowell the writer of that maybe like jack of hearts um which is not a character i really had any connection to but she does a great job with him wow if you can make that, jack that, of hearts that's like a people, dive. yeah if you can make that character likable then that's an accomplishment yep well, I mean, and, that, yeah. 
the fact that uh, that I got to see a live action El Aguila is um, <laughs> I oh <laughs> I my my jaw dropped and I was like El what <laughs> and yeah. that was one that was one of those characters that if if, if I had to bet. My next ten year salary that would see that character on TV, I would have gladly said no, it's not happening, and boom, and I would be a poor man for the rest of my days because I t- I did not see that coming. I think for me it was sensational or with uh, She Hulk Attorney at Law. Uh, these two guys know about me and frogs and a lot of the backstory with that. <laughs> when uh, Hasbro put out the Marvel Legends Frogman, he's up on the wall next to my favorite Batman villain, which is the Riddler. So they're sharing space together. So when we got Frogman in, uh, or Leapfrog in She-Hulk, I'm like, guys, he's there. We haven't seen him that giddy since the last time Howard the Duck showed up. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've got that, that Marvel Legends on my spinner rack behind me. It's a great figure. Love the figure. Yeah. Uh, Howard is going to be procured soon as well because I am a huge Howard fan. Yeah. Best, as Walmart said a few years ago, and I had the photographic proof, best on the best movies of the 80s. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, we're but, thinking that's a typo of a sticker, but <laughs> everything is somebody's favorite. There you go. Well, <laughs> you, you'll like this, Ryan. Um, becoming a, a father yourself now and something to look forward to. Um, not this year, but Father's Day 2021. Um, my daughter said, what, what, she goes, Daddy, because it's Father's Day, let's watch Howard the Duck. <laughs> we watched it at the end. We got all the way through. At the end, I said, so what did you think? I'm all big smiles. She goes, Daddy, George Lucas has done much better than Howard the Duck. And <laughs> I love being kind. She was being very kind because it was Father's Day. She goes, I will never watch that movie again. <laughs> so what So what does she do on her birthday this year with her two best friends? She starts to watch Howard the Duck because they had never seen it. They got through the whole him coming to Earth. And I think the first cherry bomb set. And then they said, OK, we'll watch this later <laughs> and turned on something else. Gosh, she tried. Bless her heart. She tried. Yeah, I'll win her her over one day. (laughs) I I have always loved Howard, Uh, even going back to the early days when he ran for president. Those are great comics. Dark, weird, cool. Yeah, even the newer stuff with Sadarsky. Still great, great tales. He's a very um, underrated character. So yeah, absolutely. What with with Marvel. And especially now between the comics and um, all the visual media, uh, screen media, what's been some of your favorite pop culture tie-ins? Uh, maybe not necessarily this year, but over over the years. Because for me, one of my favorites would be this one right here. So this is the secret lair of the West Coast Avengers. I always wondered. I'm Special Agent Tony Donoso. Yes. That was from NCIS Los Angeles. Wow. Uh, I still say they got live action Edna Mode for that woman. Yes. <laughs> I'm a huge West Coast Avengers fan. Mm. So when when I heard he dropped that line, I'm like, okay, someone went deep for this to, to put that line in the show. I love that kind of stuff. It's, you know, that, that, that 
is tough to pin down because, you know, we get those references here and there. I was doing a Peloton ride and one of the instructors was like, I just watched Avengers Age of Ultron. And it goes on for like three minutes talking about Age of Ultron and how much he loved it. And that kind of stuff makes me super happy knowing that we have those connections out there. I think I see a lot in like sports and in various places and how, you know, we got athletes who just grew up like us, you know, in one way, shape or form experiencing the Marvel universe and bringing that into their things. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have one like connection to pop culture type thing like that, but I see it enough where it just makes me smile every time it pops up. Very cool. And it's always interesting to see, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. ahead. It's always interesting to see these people out like sports figures or just other kinds of celebrities that when they show their geek moments for something, especially Marvel, uh, it's 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 good to see that there are things that they geek about too. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you don't, it's it it makes them just a little bit more relatable, a little bit more human. Mm, true. Well, so, I know. Go ahead. Like Wu Tang Clan, uh, they reference. They reference Marvel like you wouldn't believe. Like that, yeah, it, it's it's insane. I think like uh, I was when I first started listening to them, I was like, "What? Mm-hmm. That's that? What Marvel? What?" And, 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 and it's not just one song. It's like it, and they'll 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 just drop these quick little hits in it, and yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like uh, all of a sudden I feel like I can relate to them because they're referencing something that I can actually. You know, I know myself. And so, yeah, it's and and I think especially now because of how vast uh, a reach Marvel has, um, we we we, we're seeing it way more often. Like it's almost commonplace now, you know, to see that. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. The Wu-Tang is a great example. I mean, of course, Method Man, he's done a ton of stuff with us now. He had his own podcast with Marvel and, and all kinds of stuff. But Ghostface was – he was going by Tony Stark's at one point. Yep. And so then that's going back, you know, 20, 30 years ago probably and well before it became such a normal thing. It was just – they were dudes from Staten Island who grew up reading Marvel comics, which is – that that's just the way it was. I, I – Hanging out with um, with DMC a, a couple of times to talk about his love of Marvel would get these those kinds of stories of just like you know we would read comics and it would find its way into our music or whatever it is so like you know you got run DMC me I grew up listening to a lot of punk rock and hardcore and there's a band called Sick of It All who um, had a song called Clobber in Time yeah and then great song you know, yeah, it's a great song great song and my buddy who was a wrestler I, I for some reason never asked him about it but he would stay say it's clobbering time when he goes out to the ring i know he's a comic book fan and i know he's a hardcore kid so it's like i don't know if it was one or the other or just that same thing that would bring the you know the the marvel of it all together um but it's I'm not, it's I'm awesome not. wrestling is is also such a great place i'm a oh, yeah. big wrestling head and so seeing so many wrestlers homage characters in their their entrance gear or their ring gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Tegan Gargano Knott. and Tegan Knox for a mm. long time. 
with her uh, Captain Marvel setup. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah, Alexa Bliss did a bunch of yep. Iron like Marvel things early on when yep. she was in NXT. Johnny Gargano, a, a million of them, you know, that, on and on. Um, you know, some of them have done some work for us too, which is super cool. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. the, the one who used to say clobber in time. It's or CM Punk. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For a second, I was thinking Samoa Joe. No, <laughs> I mean Joe's great. Uh, I could see him doing that. He's he's a Marvel head. He's um. Yeah, he just will beat the hell out of you. He doesn't have to tell you it's clobbering time. Um, <laughs> we had we had Christopher Daniels on Weeby Geeks, and he was talking about how he brought Joe to Marvel headquarters. Yep, I was just thinking as you mentioned Joe, I was like, oh, I remember when Joe and AJ came, and Chris had been by a million times, and Frankie Kazarian, yeah. and just like and big uh, old dorks. It was right as Marvel Unlimited was rolling out. Mm. And he goes, Joe looks and goes, who do I talk to to fix my Marvel Unlimited because it's not working? <laughs> and everyone was like scared to death that he was going to kill someone because of it. <laughs> and they said yeah, he was like the biggest, ended up being one of the biggest sweethearts in the, in the room. Oh my God, 100%. Yeah. I'm having one of my wife's favorite memories of our weird life together is going out to. Must I think it was an Outback Steakhouse or something after a TNA show with um, Christopher Daniels and AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Frankie, a couple of other wrestlers, and like the great conversation that we all had, and yeah. she got to know a bunch of the, the dudes that way, and like you know they're great, they're uh, sweethearts. We we uh, the one time I went to a taping here in Orlando when they were at Universal uh, at the Impact Zone. Um, we went to a, one of the places that some of them will go to. And, uh, I was with one of the musicians in the band I was working with at Epcot and we sat down, you know, the group of us and at the table next to us, sat down Sean Hernandez, Chavo Guerrero, Luke Gallows, (laughs) who was going by doc at the time. Sure. Uh, on the other side we had, uh, Oh, can't think of his name now, but we have a few others and. We're we're in the table in the in the middle and conversations going on. It's like talking to us. No, we're talking to him, but we'll talk to you guys too. And uh, <laughs> to this day, I still chat with Sean Hernandez all the time. We go back and forth all the time. Great guy. Nice. So it, it, it was fun. Um, I I'm hitting a brain stump at the moment. So Kyle <laughs> and Eric, somebody step in, bail me out. Um. All right. So what Marvel game are you really into right now? Uh, I mean, Marvel Snap is is just perfection. So yes. that's yeah. always a you know, if I got three minutes, I'm gonna play a little Snap, um, mm-hmm. be a jerk to somebody, ruin their <laughs> yes! their time with a, my my current deck is I just named it what W U T because it's split into two halves. The first half is like a bunch of low level cards that are meant to mess up and, and sort of confuse people. And then the, the back half, if it works out right, is the um, Wong, White Tiger, Odin version, yeah. like, move. So I've, like, you, it's hard to plan against because you think I'm going one way and then I come the other way, uh, which is fun. And it's a total shithead move, but I'm all about it. I love it. Um, I, uh, so I, I, I play snap and I just hope I don't come across you. Uh, <laughs> my, actually, I, I talked about it, um, on one of my, uh, the other podcasts I'm on and then Monday, Monday night, 
my wife starts ask, starts asking me questions like she says, "Well, how many cards are in a deck?" And I'm like, "52." She said, "No." And then she flips over her phone and she's playing Snap. And I'm like, "Oh, oh crap." Okay. And I said, "Well, I hope that we don't face off against each other cuz I I started creating I think I have like maybe five, seven different decks right now. Yeah. And I and I'm just now kind of get the idea of strategies and that sort of thing. That's like next level what you're doing. Uh, so I'm not there yet. Um, but I have I, one. To be fair, I've been playing it since early in the beta because of you know, oh. I was like, oh, okay. give me access, I'm gonna play it, and it worked out that way. It, it, and that that's fair. So uh, if I if I if I see a crazy deck, I'll and I, I'll just take my beating and 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 or I would uh or I will uh just um even, no run. I'll just run. That's what I'll do. <laughs> so I get a sick little feeling when that happens. I think I was I was facing. Have you had that? Have you had that happen yet? Somebody like no. you throw down a card and all of a sudden they they leave. Yes, yeah. a couple times. I've had that happen mm-hmm. from, from card one. Uh, for me, and I, I started this on a couple Marvel games, and it slowly turned into my gamer tag in general. Um, my gamer tag now is Agent Tanega, which is uh, the second half is Agent spelled backwards. Uh-huh. Ah, okay. So if you flip it around, it's still Agent Tanega. Mm-hmm. Um so agent agent um i i've been loving the game and i'm assuming you're on there as agent m i am one day we'll have to battle and on that day i will graciously lose with no problem like yep i've been beat by ryan (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. fair enough but i i i'm i'm loving the game as well i i picked it up when it first came out uh i did the uh quote-unquote pre-order it was like let me know when this is coming because i want to play this um and i i have you know i play future fight i play still i play um strike force still but snap is the one that has i'm i'm enjoying the most it's like i have the others i have to make sure i get on so i could get my daily logins but no this is one that's like no i gotta sit here and play a few rounds without a doubt yeah, I, I can't wait till the twenty fifth though. Let's see what cards coming out on the twenty fifth. Oh, oh, I already know, and I already know. Well, provided, well, depending on what cards I get between now and then, I already know what is going to be on that deck. You, you, you see what's coming out on twenty fifth, right? I did not catch that. Oh my goodness, Nick Fury. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, the, yes. the one that was dirty was a couple weeks ago with the new realm. Um, can't think of the name of it. Begins with the L. Begins with L. It plays and it destroys your entire deck except what's been, what's in your hand. It's like, oh no, this is dirty. <laughs> this is absolutely yeah. dirty. I I haven't come across that one. I got one yesterday. It was Luke's bar, and like my other side. That my opponent, they actually were playing cards and the cards stayed. Whenever you play a card, it gets sent back to your deck. So, and I kept trying to get trying to get a, a card in there, and I kept getting sent back. It just sounds like you know a fight, and then you're getting thrown out the door. And I'm like, I gotta figure out how to keep a card there, unless I use uh, an armor card to see if, if that will let it stay. I don't know. I want to say a card like Colossus could could stay. Yeah. Because it can't be destroyed or, or moved. 
But somebody had Mantis in there. I was like, I know how the heck Mantis got hmm. stay. Well, if, if, yeah. if, you, if you play it before the realm was revealed, they'll stay. Oh, right. That and, may have been it. And okay. if you have uh, Uatu, the Watcher, you can right. see ahead of time what the, what the other realms are. So you can build up before. So if it's the third realm, you can right. build up before that realm's revealed and it won't kick you out. Well, I know somebody, me, uh, did that and the the revealed realm was Vormir. But because I got there before it was revealed, my card survived. <laughs> now, the, 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 the second card that went in it got you know, sacrificed, but then everything else was fine. But I was like, oh, let's see. So I, I, I put a low-level card in there, and it actually managed to stay. I was like, oh, okay. So, What's been one of the biggest surprises for you uh, for Marvel this year? Uh, well, well, we'll focus more on comic side. Mm. Mm. That's a good question. Um, yeah, we've had so much. I'm trying to pull up my... List again. Where do we go? Where my document go? Don't know. While you're looking for your document, Kylan, no, you've got to head out here soon. Uh, you have any final questions, Ryan? Be honest with you, I've followed you for years on uh, on the Bird app, so I got I always got questions, but um, um, I really can't pick one right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like you know if you don't ask me then yeah i got a question it's like oh hey you got a question uh um. <laughs> well kylan i'm gonna say happy holidays to you uh thank you for joining us on this uh special record time uh so we can have ryan on um uh, yes thank I, you guys. i wouldn't miss this i couldn't miss it i i had to so so uh Kylan, happy holidays, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Happy holidays, Ryan. Thank you. You guys are great. And uh, see you guys next year. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah, it's – we have – it's so much stuff. And the, the big surprise for me is generally, like, how consistent we can be where we've got event and then stories and constantly going on and, like – Dan Slott finishing his Fantastic Four run with a big, big story. And then we're already into Ryan North's Fantastic Four, which is really good, full of new mysteries. And it feels completely different, but I love it just the same. Like that kind of stuff always makes me really happy. There's some great stuff happening in the Star Wars books. I'm sure you guys are yep. fans there. The dark, uh, the the Darth Vader Star Wars book has been one of my Phenomenal. favorites. I mean – Every version of, of Darth Vader we've had over the last you know six years, whatever we've been doing these yeah. Star Wars books, has been good. Whether it's Kieran or Charles or Greg or whomever is writing it, and now it's Greg's been doing some really cool things with that book, and uh, I'm yes. super into that. I, um, I have from her first appearance, I've been a very strong supporter of Doctor Afra, yeah, and loved that book, and I'm I'm loving the Bounty Hunters title as well seeing seeing all that play out and that yeah that's been such a great book as well mm -hmm. and, and then um to know that kira has survived so far through the events of empire strikes back um and seeing her involvement with the crimson titles has been great but uh for me, uh, the big ones have been um, Afra and, and Bounty Hunters. But I, I can't, I can't just uh, favorite miniseries though. I cannot not say it has been Star Wars: The Halcyon Legacy, and that's because there, there's a special place for that book in my heart. Mm. 
only because I was part of the opening team of the Halcyon. Nice. This year, when we opened on March 1st, uh, I was there February and March. So I got to be part of opening team. He's canon now, Ryan. <laughs> just like Crimson Jack. Yes, just like Jackson. <clears throat> I just yeah. want to see Jackson in Marvel now. I was so happy to see Crimson Jack. He was one of my favorites from, uh, you know, him and Jolie were two of my favorites from the original Marvel run. And so I, as a matter of fact, I do believe when we had Jason Aaron come on right after he started Star Wars, Mm -hmm. I asked him, can you bring in Crimson Jack? Because I really want to see Crimson Jack come in. And well, of course, how many years has that been? But we finally got it. And I love the new look of him too. The updated yes. look looks yes. amazing. And, yes. And like the Galaxy's Edge series, uh, the Halcyon series, I really loved the, uh, the the different timelines. And when I stepped foot on the ship for the first time, uh, the, the stairwell with the slash marks, people are like, yeah, we don't. I'm like, you want to know what these slash marks are for? <laughs> I have issue one of the, of the comic on my iPad. I'll share it with you guys. Y'all could... <laughs> <laughs> Pass the iPad around and read it. That's what it's for. Oh, oh, oh. Like, yep. I already knew this before I came on the ship. <laughs> I had the book. Um, and I love how stuff that was in the book we have incorporated into um, into the building. And um, we, you know, of course, you know, Captain Keevan does make reference at, to the pirate attack before the, the rehab. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the book takes place right before that 270th, 75th uh, voyage, anniversary voyage that guests experience now. And you see all the buildup. It's it's great. Ab- absolutely have fallen in love with that that series. So Heck yeah, um, that one that was that was a spe- one of those one offs that um, definitely meant something to me because of you know having the close ties to the ship. Uh, I mean, I love the Galaxy's Edge series because you know being a Disney cast member and like oh okay and seeing in the book the the baby Sarlacc's like if they don't have a baby Sarlacc I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> and of course the baby Sarlacc was there, um, but seeing the references between the book and the in uh, the pavilion um, I loved. Mm-hmm. But the Halcyon is like the season even public yet and this is something that once it does become public a lot of people aren't going to be able to see how close did we get and just loved every moment it's like yep i've been there i've been there um so kudos to that team for and i I know they worked with extremely tight with lucasfilm and disney uh for that but i i really appreciated that that many and i had that's one of the few times I bought the comic and bought the digital copy just so I did not peel the, the reveal so I could keep that set pristine. Nice. And part of our opening team gifts was they gave us a, a copy of the first issue and that is going in a frame. I, I'm working on a frame to put all that up on the wall. My opening. That's team really gift. great. So, so I have two copies of issue one, one that I've been reading and one that's going to get framed. So um, have you had a chance to check out the Halcyon? No, I have not yet. I mean, with a three-year-old, it's been difficult to do a lot of traveling. We're actually going on our first Walt Disney World vacation in January, taking her uh, down for a week uh, for my birthday, for her first trip. So um, we're not going to do the the halcyon, but we're we've got a, a a packed week planned. Well, definitely give me a give me a shout. I would love to meet you in person. Yeah, yeah. We're, like I said, we we've got a packed week trying to make sure we get to see everything and do everything. Um, oh, if it's whereabouts are you generally? Uh, I'm generally at Epcot, 
uh right now i'm on medical leave until about the 15th so if it's after so even if it's before that i can meet you or even if i'm working i can meet you after work back at your hotel briefly stop by yeah. say yeah. hi um but yeah i'd love to finally meet you in person he's saying sure. this in a totally non-stalker type of way well no i i've i've met joe Carmania this way you know, yeah we had him on the show and, and joe and i chat all the time of joe and of course you know meeting at megacon one year and then eric got a chance to meet him at celebration 2017 is our part-time co-host john tyler christopher who nice. we're very good we don't ask him for marvel secrets either <laughs> because now we respect all that you know especially with me with disney and um so since you're coming down are you looking forward to writing guardians cosmic rewind I'm not a spinny ride guy, so I'm not sure how spinny it is. Okay. I mean, I, want, I definitely want to experience it, but we'll see. You know, if I, I don't do like teacups or I don't do many roller coasters to begin with, so I'm not. Uh, we'll see. Okay. I definitely want to check it out. At least do at least do the pre-show, and if you got to do the the bypass to to exit, that the pre-show alone's worth it. Cool. It, very much worth it. So, um, you know, I'm gonna flip the tables. Like what I always do with our guests, I'm going to give Ryan a chance to ask us some questions. Hmm. Um, well, I asked what books you were into. Uh, what about in 2023? What do you want to, what are you excited for? What do you want to see from Marvel? Oh, I want to see a, this should be no surprise, Eric. I want to see a return of Howard. I, I would love to see Howard return. I mean, it is Howard's 50th anniversary next year. Very true. I personally would like to see more 40K titles in Marvel because I love Marnaeus Calgar. I love Sisters of Battle. I am a huge 40K fan. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> Gorka Morka was like my absolute favorite game of all time, which is basically Mad Max with orcs. I would love to see a Gorka Morka, Mor Gorka Morka miniseries or a Battlefleet Gothic miniseries. I don't know. The only 40K experience I've had is with the, the books that we've done so far. So, yeah, I hope we do more because they're wild stories. Yeah. And with the Netflix series coming down the line, be a great. Mm. Wait, great uh, I think the series is going on Amazon. Is it going to Amazon? Mm -hmm. Still, either way, it's yeah, great way. cross promotion, intentional or unintentional. Some Vox Machina miniseries would, would go pretty well, too. Okay. So I guess next question from Ryan. Um, what DC book should I be reading? Uh, Maybe you don't have. I, I just wanted to check out some of the stuff that my friends were doing. So I started reading Tom Taylor's books and Matt Rosenberg's books, um, which are good. When I get a little bit of free time, I try to check those out. But I haven't. Uh, I'm not sure if there are other books I haven't checked out yet that I missed. I haven't been. I haven't been reading much of anything. Last last thing I was really reading was the Harley Quinn stuff with uh, Jimmy and Amanda, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor. Mm -hmm. That that was about it. Um, it's the correct answer. Say nothing. It's all Marvel <laughs> all the time. I haven't read anything from DC since the Lobo series with Alan Grant and Val Simics. That was early '90s. So I've been yes. I've Marvel exclusive since. Perfect. Great. Then I, then I am good. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions, Ryan? No, no. You made me happy with that last one. Okay. That's good. <laughs> um, okay, I've got one that uh, want to call back to the games 
conversation just a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, you mentioned that you had gotten early beta access to Marvel Snap. Uh, do yeah. you frequently get that kind of access to uh, to new games that come, the Marvel games that come out? And do you also get access or do play non digital Marvel games? Kind of like, and I am thinking because uh, Mike and Colin will tell you, I'm a huge Marvel Crisis Protocol fan. And as a matter of fact, Beta Ray Bill is being released soon and uh, it it put me over the moon happy so for for video games um you know when we have digital games that or mobile games i should say it's a little bit easier because we're a larger beta process that goes on when we were in the offices more i would visit the marvel games team more you know i would always bug them be like show me something cool and, and sit down and, and play stuff so you know there's opportunities but generally Unless it's uh, like a mobile game that I'm going to be doing some content with, I don't do too much. Um, although, you know, we have Marvel Spider-Man 2 coming next year. So I could ask them. We'll see if that's a possibility. Who knows? It's uh, They got other things to worry about than me being like, I just want to swing around a little bit. Please <laughs> let me in. Um, well, that happened with one game so well and he's a character in the game ryan is agent m in marvel revolution oh, yeah. yeah what it, yeah first time i opened the game and i saw hi i'm agent m i'm like ryan <laughs> people are looking at me like what i'm like i know this guy <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild that was um, so awesome perfect yeah, so there, there's that in the game for sure uh you know I, eric i don't play a lot of tabletop games it's just not where you know what i've been exposed to over time we do have the marvel multiverse rpg which is coming out and so i've been doing some play testing a little bit here and there for that uh-huh. i was going to ask you about that uh so but since you volunteered it what have been your thoughts so far i had a blast <laughs> they were, we did a play test recently where we had a couple of characters like i'm gonna be wolverine and i was just like i am wolverine in berserker rage and i was like i trying to let the the narrator who was the person who was being the narrator was like i want blood i want you to to i want buckets of blood wolverine is slicing these people They're like all right calm it down this is this is not that game it's like my wolverine <laughs> takes no prisoners <laughs> yeah so it's fun it's a lot of fun i can't wait for everyone to get it yeah, I saw the. Uh, I read through the preview that was there in Marvel Unlimited and loved it because I was also a big fan of the old Phaser Up uh, Marvel superheroes game from from TSR back in the day. So, you know, all you had to do was say Marvel RPG. You you totally had my attention. But uh, I am definitely looking forward to it as well. Yeah, that's great. It'd be a disservice to. Uh not ask about collectibles. What's been your favorite collectible this year? Huh. Um, hmm. Hmm. I get a lot of Marvel Legends, which I'm very thankful for. Um, trying to look around at what I've got. I mean, my HasLab uh, Galactus. Oh. I, I don't think you can beat that. No. 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 Nope. Yeah. It's, uh, That's definitely a win right there. How disappointed yeah. were you when uh, Ghost Rider has lab did not go? A bummer, but you know there'll be other opportunities for other things. Not everything can work. Star Wars has had a couple that didn't work, and <laughs> yeah. you know it'll be what it'll be. I, I'm a big Transformers guy, so you know I, 
I just got my star, you know, my victory saber, and next year we'll get the um, Deathosaurus, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. So, I, look, I don't. The less money I have to spend on on these things, it's it's okay. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'll pose the question to Eric as well. Favorite collectible of this year that you've gotten? I honestly cannot say. Okay. I mean, I don't know that I have a clear favorite. I mean, the, if I had a clear favorite, I don't think this was from this this past year. Was the What If Hydra Stomper Lego set? Yeah, that was last year. That was last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as yeah, specifically to this year, I I don't know that I can I can just pin my my thing. Of, okay, Galactus. Uh, well, I'll, I'll go with the Legos because they were this year the the Marvel Lego minifigs, the blind packs. Yes, God, how can I not think of those? <laughs> I was uh... you let me you let me wander off of the Lego subject because. Well, my other favorite's got to be I picked up Frogman this year, uh, but not knowing if he was came out last year or not. I procured him this year, though. Mm. Um, that's another one of my favorites. Uh, and then I guess when we went to um, for the cast previews for Guardians, and then finally uh, Father's Day this year, we went to um, finally got to get into the gift shop because they didn't have it open for us during. Mm. During previews, uh, I picked up some Xandarian credits, which I absolutely love. Okay, now now you're jogging memory. The the collectible. I'm going to count this as a collectible. It is a collectible. It's where I think you're going. I think the fin, the Yondu fin that somebody I'm not going to name names. Somebody was kind enough to get from the Guardians of the Galaxy store. That should be on. Why is that not on? Okay, don't tell me the battery's already dead. Yeah, battery's already dead. Whoops. That's uh, you, all right. You, you can say it was me who picked it up for you. Okay, I'll say it was you who picked it up for me. Yeah, we, we don't deny I'm a cast member. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, I do have to start to get going because uh, I've got to help my wife with some lunch and some cats. It was our honor to You're have you on. You're not cats for lunch, right? No. no. Thank okay. you. Okay, good deal. And they're not making lunch either. Okay. Well, um, you never know. They're very smart cats. <laughs> well, thank you, Ryan, for joining us. Uh, you can follow Ryan on Twitter at Agent M, I remember correctly. Yep, Agent M on Twitter and Instagram. So go follow Ryan. Thank you again for coming back and joining us for issue 400. Woohoo! Congrats again. Thank you. Uh, Thursday, if you would, please. Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Have a nice day. Uh, Thursday. Just kidding. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Nope, just time to go dark. 